Listen, Mr. Miyagi, I understand your feelings on this. I mean, I do, but you have to understand mine. You know, this is the biggest thing I've ever done in my life. I'm proud of this title. Why can't I defend it? Vanessa, you know, look, handsome Miyagi. Just like a bonsai living inside the tree, answer living inside of you. Yeah, well, the only thing living inside me right now is a lot of confusion. When I have the chance to be the champion again, all I have to do is put my signature to it. Oh, match to it. Match to it? Aye. Then you watch the confusion disappear with the smoke. Welcome to Karate Kid 3 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 3, three minutes of confusion at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And, and I'm Brian. Join- <laughs> and welcome back, Brian, uh, from Top Gun Minute. Thank you for coming back to, on our show for a third time this week. My pleasure. Thank you for being our wingman this week. Um, this, today we're talking about minutes 33 through 36 of the Karate Kid Part 3. They begin with Daniel stuttering and end with Terry creeping. We pick up where we left off last time with Daniel making a date with Jessica and someone just honking away and bellowing. <laughs> and yeah, this is where we hear Charles is going to get angry. Who's Charles? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I'm assuming the owner of the business uh, or somebody who they're making a delivery for. If there's a delivery, I don't know. So Daniel leaves, but uh, then I, I love this. He kind of like looks back. He's just like a little surprised that he, he just like went in looking for some pots and was like, hey, new love interest. Here we go. Women just <laughs> throw themselves at me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Funny enough, as Daniel goes back into the bonsai shop, uh, Miyagi has gotten that tree Daniel brought in almost entirely trimmed and wired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's fast. Yeah. He's very fast. <laughs> wow. And, and and the picture that the painting they did looks like oh well, I mean Bob Ross Bob Ross must have just came in there and painted that for him. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! It's like the best picture I've ever seen of a tree. He definitely held the bottom of that paper to make sure <laughs> there was no yeah. smudging. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Daniel's uh, impressed too, and Miyagi says he found it thanks to Daniel. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> he uh-huh. found. He's like, you found it, huh? And he's like, hi, thanks to you. And he's, Daniel says, thanks to me. I didn't do anything. Yeah, I guess I, he, I, he brought it to the shop. <laughs> maybe. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. He, he he brought the tree because he, he said he wanted to bring the inside outside. You know, mm. so the inside of Miyagi needs to come out. And that's his, his bonsai tree. Wow. And, and he helped him get it. That's much better than what I wrote down was, uh, you irritated me enough about the tournament that I was inspired to craft this bonsai tree. He's <laughs> <laughs> an like pulling the wires. It's <laughs> an idol of hate. You know what I'm going to do with this? Go ahead. You make your joke out first. Only has to do one one match. No, no. Not going to do it. <laughs> okay, it wasn't as funny as I thought it was gonna be. Okay. Well, my joke is, you know what I'm gonna do with this tree next? He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna bury it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Just shove it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> and so, from the next uh, exchange of dialogue, it sounds like Miyagi sent Daniel across the street to maybe uh, distract him. I'm assuming Miyagi like looked out the window, saw some pretty girl walking in there, and was just like, huh. 
new new girl for Danielson. Um, yeah, but did he know that she worked there? Because apparently Jessica hasn't met Miyagi yet. So nope. Yeah. He well, maybe he saw her he like peeping. <laughs> he's peeping. He's, he's like Terry Silver in there. <laughs> oh, that guy honking. She must be the Jessica he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, Miyagi just continues working and just over his shoulder hands back the tournament form, which confuses Daniel. He's like, oh my god, he signed it. Oh my god, no, you didn't sign it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, come on, man. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't go full Tashi station here, but, uh, you know, it's close. Um, but I think Daniel's just like, Hey, the kid's in a good mood. I'm just going to give him the paperback and he'll obviously just throw it away. Cause there's more important things to think about than karate tournaments. Um, but yeah, Daniel's not giving up so easily. He says he understands his feelings, uh, but you have to understand mind. This is the biggest thing I've ever done in my life, and I'm proud of the title. Why can't I defend it? Um, so Miyagi then decides to be uh, a bit cryptic. He says, um, you don't look ans- you know, look answer, Miyagi. It's like, don't look at, don't look for your answers in me. You know, just like the bones I live inside a tree, the answer is going to live inside you. So, um, very passive aggressive. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, if if he would have said it like you just said it, and not as like some anxiety ridden kid who you know, <laughs> this is all he wants to do, you know, if he would have just calmed down some, maybe <laughs> Mr. Miyagi might have been like able to explain it better to him why he doesn't right. want him to go. Yeah. Like, so the question is like, why can't I defend the title that I'm proud of? And the answer is like, the answer lives inside you. (laughs) Like, how does that make sense? The answer, the answer for him is I really want to do this. The Uh, answer is you want to keep me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Were we on a whole thing where you were trying to make me happy? Let's keep going with that. (laughs) This has been working well. Yeah. And it sounds like Daniel needs more persuading on why he doesn't need to do this rather than take a look inside yourself and think about it. I'm done talking about it. <laughs> like, I'm as confused as Daniel at this kind of wrap up to this conversation. Like, Daniel's saying, like, how he's feeling. He's expressing his feelings. And, I mean, obviously, Miyagi's not one to just, like, oh, well, I'm going to express my feelings. But, um, yeah, he doesn't. He, he's just kind of done talking about it. And, matter of fact, uh uh, Daniel says, you know, he can just do it if he just signs. And um, and Miyagi just like, or you could uh, light it up, light a match to it and watch your confusion disappear with the smoke. <laughs> it's like, again, like, why, why would you set, like, why is setting the application on fire going to make him less, make him not want to uh, defend the title? As, as much as he did before. Because then he can't. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, he, has I need to, he has to accept I it. I still really want to do this. Yeah. 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 He can't go walk down and get another application. <laughs> you know, is that the only one? If he doesn't do <laughs> yeah. anything with it, that then he's done completely? That's the official one. Yeah. Yeah, let's try to figure out both sides of this argument and <laughs> maybe maybe determine who's right in this conflict because it is a big one for this movie and you know we're 30 minutes in we'll figure it out so Miyagi's point of view is he trained Daniel to help him win respect it just so happens that the venue 
for that was the tournament. And he's willing to continue being Daniel Sensei, but thinks tournaments kind of cheap in karate. So he's giving free les- free lessons. So he shouldn't like feel obligated to train Daniel for a tournament. Um, but like Daniel's point of view is like, hey, I won the tournament. I want to feel that thrill again. This is something I want to do. Is just because you don't think it's tournaments are worth worthy of karate, why do I have to think that way too? Listen to me. Listen to me. It's my <laughs> it's my karate now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's the it's the 80s 90s. It's his prerogative. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, well, you know, yeah, he should Brown be able to do what he movie. wants to do with with the karate he has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's like, oh man, now I'm gonna feel guilty about it. Um, and, you know, I just, uh, and it's funny because in the junior novelization, there are plenty of times where Daniel's just like, I don't quite understand it, but Mr. Miyagi thinks so, so that's probably the right way to do it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, maybe this is the whole. Um, take my karate and go off and do your own thing kind of uh, way we're uh, leaning here. But I, I, you know, Miyagi isn't exactly just spelling that out. Like, Hey, go ahead and do it. I'm just not going to be a part of it. He's instead. He's just like, like the application on fire. You don't need this. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure we'll think about it more and more as, <laughs> as the uh, movie goes on, but uh, it is the, like the central argument. Like why, why can't Miyagi just do this? Help Daniel out. Or, and of course, why does Miyagi, why does Daniel think Miyagi has to do this? Uh, I don't know. So we get an abrupt cut to Miyagi's house and uh, we're kind of outside looking in. And we we've see never seen this angle of the house before. Like we get to see the bathroom and everything. I know. Yeah. yeah. The very modern bathroom. <laughs> yeah. 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 And a glass and a glass door opens slightly, and we yeah. see a reflection of the garden in it. I thought, how cool would it have been if we saw Terry Silver's grinning face in the yeah. reflection? <laughs> Instead, we get ghost at the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's real, it's real creepy, but uh, it could yeah. be creepier. <laughs> so uh, the door stops opening, and then suddenly a bathroom door inside opens, and then Daniel, fresh from the shower, is coming out, and. <laughs> Yeah, it, the cameras, I'm, I'm like, am I looking from Terry's point of view in this camera point of view? Or because if so, Daniel would have totally seen Terry standing there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in. Um, oh, yeah, it's here where I was thinking, like, oh, man, this is the coziest karate kid. Like, we're 30 minutes in, right? We've gotten saunas, bubble baths, massages, <laughs> pottery wheels, bonsai trimming mountaintop kata and now we've got daniel like in after a shower dancing around <laughs> singing uh, aloha oi aloha oi yes uh which uh yeah the have to let matt know like brian and i were going back and forth on what this song is and it was really bugging brian until he <laughs> He had to find it on his own. Yeah. I wasn't I, going to tell him. <laughs> I knew it was something. I, I thought it was out maybe out of a Disney movie. I knew I'd heard it before, but I was yeah. I was so confused. I played it for my girlfriend, and she's like, that's the Hawaiian song, you know, the ones that the hula girls sing or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. 
I'm an idiot. Just the, the stereotypical Hawaiian song? Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, oh, oh, the one from the Brady Bunch movie. <laughs> Yeah. In every movie, like any movie yeah. that has Hawaii in it or anything Hawaiian, this is this song. Aloha, we, uh, in English is uh, farewell to thee. Um, and I did some research on it. It's the um, Hawaiian version of that Asian jingle. Oh, God. This was written by Queen, oh, gosh, Lily Uokalani who was the last Hawaiian monarch. Um, she wrote it in 1878. Apparently she was riding horseback to Honolulu and uh, saw two people uh, affectionately bidding farewell to each other. And so she was kind of inspired. Um, 20 years later, she used the song as a farewell to Hawaii because it lost its independence and became a part of the United States. Oh, and so it's almost like kind of sad. It's just like, yeah, I'm the last queen, like, uh, and Hawaii is now part of the U.S. Yay. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, afterwards, the song was used widely in popular culture. Uh, it was sung by Elvis in Blue Hawaii. Um, if the Looney Tunes needed a Hawaiian-themed gag, boom. If Bugs Bunny threw in a grass skirt, you would be hearing Aloha Oi. <laughs> Uh, apparently it's, it's in many, 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 many episodes, episodes of SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> and, uh, I saw its most recent appearance was in, uh, the white Lotus, which is a, a pretty good, uh, limited series. Um, so yeah, Daniel, uh, boogies on over to a Hawaiian shirt and, uh, guys, he's, uh, he's raiding, uh, Miyagi's closet, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, not it's not plaid, so it's definitely not his. And I so it, like it, 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 yeah, is he gonna tuck that shirt in? We'll we'll see. You know, stay tuned. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So he's singing the uh, you're humming the Aloha uh, uh song because he's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's kind of funny. I don't. I wish I knew more about why. Uh, this we do we're doing Hawaiian shirt like they're not going to some sort of Hawaiian theme thing I can't remember is but. it maybe just a a throwback to uh, part two because it was filmed in yeah, Hawaii that's what I was thinking um, according to the junior novelization uh, we did miss a scene you know sometimes these novelizations put out uh, scenes they cut and yeah it turns out it is. Uh, Miyagi shirt. Daniel asked Miyagi if he could borrow one of his quote fancy shirts. Uh, and Miyagi says, "Wear the one with the big orchids. Women cannot resist big orchids." <laughs> and Daniel teases, he's like, "Wow, that sounds like the voice of experience speaking." And Miyagi says, "It used to be a voice, but now it's just a whisper." <laughs> what does that mean? So, uh, I, I, I. I I guess it's just like I used to be great with the ladies, <laughs> but uh, now maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> or maybe, you know. maybe Yuki A liked it, but then that yeah. didn't work out. Right, right. I was going to say if Mel was nearby, Matt, I was going to see if she knew, like if she has some sort of attraction to big orchids. You know, <laughs> apparently it's a, a female thing. Um, but, you know, and any, any female listeners, want to write in and wax poetic about big orchids, I'll read it on the podcast. Um, uh, 
so uh, <laughs> that I mean, I was kind of joking, but if somebody did write in <laughs> talking about how much they attracted the big orchid shirts, <laughs> I might just read it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Daniel now dances out of Miyagi's house and goes into the, his guest house, and then we see Terry Silver dressed in black sneak out of his hiding spot and uh, move toward Miyagi's house while Daniel is humming along. And the uh, uh, Bill Conti's track uh, is called for this Terry sneaks in. (laughs) And I love, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but did you notice how he pauses and why he pauses or went, what might be the reason why he pauses on his way into Miyagi's house? No. Uh, Cause he's almost caught or wait. It's so funny because Daniel's like, oh, oh, and then, and Terry's like, what? I I don't know what you got scared by that or, uh, (laughs) whoa. Do you think Marilyn Monroe was there or something? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, So, uh, Brian, uh, thoughts on Terry Silver? What, what what do you think of this guy? Is this guy, uh, you know, like a formidable opponent, like a memorable, or do you think this is cheesy? Get this out of my Karate Kid. No, I like Terry Silver. I, I think he's yeah. a great villain. The, the the way he can, way he overpowers Daniel into submission to doing what he needs him to do. Just the look on his face is enough. Yeah. You know, I mean, he doesn't have to use words really to intimidate him like unlike crease mm-hmm. who had to be physical mm-hmm. you know right. so I, I i really like terry silver and, and of course he's got the steven seagal you know ponytail going <laughs> so yeah you know all wearing all black you know here it's he's yeah he's, he's a great character oh man and what's he doing here you know he's sneaking around and we see him going cautiously into Mr. Miyagi's house. What's and, in the uh, box? <laughs> yeah, luckily Miyagi left out his box of memories just like right in plain sight. Like, hey, if anybody breaks in, I want you to take a look at this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, was Terry like, oh, a cigar? <laughs> oh, oh, there's some useful background information. Okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he opens the box and looks at one of the clippings he saw, you know, we saw in uh, part one, which is the. Uh, L.A. Tribune's headline, Japanese Americans interned, President Cites Wartime Security. Uh, so, and that's pretty much it for these three minutes. Uh, not a lot happens, some sneaking around, some humming, um, <laughs> and uh, more disappointment for uh, uh, for, for Daniel. Um, so... Uh, I think that's it's probably uh, time this podcast went up in smoke for the week. Uh, but we do first need to thank our guests. Thank you so much for joining us this week, Brian. It's been very memorable. Uh, Same here. We'll 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 fly in uh, some sort of formation out of here um, <laughs> as we wrap things up. Uh, but Brian, we wanted to give you one more chance to uh, let everybody know where they can find you in your podcast. Yeah, you can find me on all your podcatcher apps or at Top Gun Minute. Um, you can find me on the Facebook or Facebook group is Top Gun Minute Listener School or on Twitter at Top Gun Minute Pod. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and Matt, I wanted to uh, mention to our listeners, we were talking before the show 
about our next season already. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about the Hillary Swank starring next Karate Kid, which um, we were actually hoping. I don't know if we can pull this off. Um, that if every week we had a female guest, we'd really love it. Yeah, um, as many as possible, at least. Many as possible. I mean, I already got like a couple in mind. Um, but if you are female, you identify as female, and um, you would like to guest on our next season, and you know, you you have a microphone and access to Skype. Yes, we use Skype because I I'm old school. Um, <laughs> and you know how uh, to use it? Be great. <laughs> yes, well, everyone does. <laughs> yeah, not like myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you'd like to kind of join us to talk about, well, it'll be four minutes at a time for next Karate Kid. So it will be a solid 12 minutes of the movie you'd be talking about. Uh, email us, uh, karatekidminute at gmail.com. Don't tweet, don't Facebook. I'm going to see that, go, oh, awesome. And then all of a sudden switch to my other app and completely forget. And that's just how the uh, social media works for me. But if you email and just let us know, you would love to guest on our next Karate Kid season. Uh, we really, really, we're hoping it would be all female. Try, except try to get some, yeah, some female representation. And we're not, we're no Daniel LaRussos. We, we don't just, you know, attract them like, you know, like flypaper. <laughs> like they don't just stick to us like, like they do to Daniel. So if, if you're a woman and, and you're a listener and you want to come on, uh, let us know. Make, you'll and, have to make uh, yourself known. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Because uh, I don't know girls. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, if all else fails, I'll just change the spelling of my name for one season, I guess. <laughs> um, Do I have to change the mine too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'll have to identify as female and... <laughs> okay, I'll just talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. I'm cool. Uh, anyway... Uh, thanks again, Brian. Thanks, Matt. Tune in next week when Daniel finally meets Mike Barnes. And until next time. <laughs>